Hi, friends. Welcome to Your Life, Your Story. I'm your host, Jill O'Boyle. This podcast is all about turning your battles into breakthroughs and helping you rise up. Perhaps you feel stuck. Life feels heavy right now. You want to numb the pain with all the wrong things in life just to get by. But could your battles in your life actually be perfectly placed in your life for a reason? Could you use these battles as your breakthrough? On this podcast, I will uncover how you can do just that. Not only will I share my personal story, but I am honored to have some amazing guests on the show who are opening up about their life and the battles they have gone through. But through faith and God's calling, they didn't give up. They're now living their best life. And here's the thing. So can you. So if you're there, you're ready to let go of the chains and discover freedom on the other side, then join me inside and let's rise up together. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to dive into how people get stuck. Have you ever been stuck in a situation you don't know how to get out of? You know where you are at is not where you want to be. Perhaps you're living your life in a lie like I was. In episode two, I talked about how I went from a girl who followed her intuition, living a life true to herself, and then slowly started to lose her way in life, forgetting her why. I was just stuck. And perhaps you're there now and you're thinking, I've climbed this ladder at work. I have kids. I have a lot of friends. I'm pretty financially stable, but yet something is just missing. I still don't feel joy in my life. My days feel exhausting, draining. I'm mentally fatigued. If you're like me, that led to a slow fade, a slow fade from my husband and family, which let me tell you is a dark spot to be in. Your spouse and your family are your support team. Not communicating to them what I was feeling was the worst thing I could have done. But that was me, a girl who loved to avoid conflict. And why would I bring this up? That would only cause more problems. And that would just be a revolving door of another thing I have to worry about. Can you relate to this? Does that sound familiar? So for me, I just kept my emotions and feelings on the back burner. I plunged through the draining days. And since I was pretty good at my job, I decided I would put all my focus there. If there was one thing I could do right, it was definitely being a kick-ass project manager. And because I was pretty good at my job, I started to get more and more projects added to my plate. Where are my yes girls in the room? Never able to say no? Yeah, that was me. Jill, you handled this project so well. Would you mind just taking on this smaller project? Oh, and while you're at it, we could really use your help with this one. Oh, and this one too. And instead of saying no, I don't have the capacity, what did I say? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course I can do that. Sure, I can take that one on. Oh, that one too? Um, yeah, I could probably squeeze that in. All those projects started pushing my departure time from the office later and later. Spending more of my time with people in the corporate office versus the people that were lovingly and patiently waiting for me at home. If you think about it, our family gets robbed in this new society and mentality of thinking working hard means I'm successful. Working hard equals more money. I show value to the company by the hours I put in. Here's the thing. That's complete bullshit. 
Our world has it all backwards. Priorities have changed so much, it's ridiculous. Why are you spending countless hours a day in a place that can replace you in a second? That probably won't even remember you when you pass away. Why would you let them have all your good years and let your family have your tired baggage? No amount of money or success can take the place of the time spent with family. Let me repeat that. No amount of money or success can take the place of time spent with your family. I really wish back then I would have been listening to a podcast just like this. And I wish I would have heard that phrase on repeat over and over and over But I didn't. I wasn't that lucky. So instead, I did what I only knew to do. I burned the midnight oil, waking up every day, dreading my day, but doing it anyway, over and over and over. Spending countless hours on a large, massive project that landed me right beside a coworker. If you think about it, we spend more hours at work than we do with our family. So it's no wonder so many affairs and infidelity scandals happen in the workplace. You find yourself sitting next to someone 24-7. You're in the same meetings, at the same water cooler, at the same coffee station. And for me, our meetings would be spent talking mostly about work. But the more time we spent working on projects together, the more we began to get interested in learning about one another. Well, what does he do for fun? What does she do for fun? What was your childhood like? All the conversations that you find when you meet your husband or your spouse and your first dating. And sure, you can have these conversations at work, and most people do. But listen here. It's when two people are already missing something back home. And perhaps they started feeling like their spouse or partner wasn't interested in them. The honeymoon phases of marriage has now worn off. You now have kids, and your life feels like a draining pit at times. You can see where it could be very easy to start finding yourself intrigued that someone is asking about your life. They're intrigued by you. You start thinking, man, my husband doesn't say anything like this to me anymore. He doesn't even ask how my day is. Heck, we barely talk. And you know what? Maybe I was right. Maybe I am worth more. Why am I doing all the hard work? Putting in all the hours for the family. These are the lies that we start filling our head with. And eventually, if you stay in your head too long, you'll start believing these lies just as I did. I started blaming and pointing my fingers to my husband. Everything was his fault. It was his fault I wasn't happy. It was his fault I had to work all the time to support the household. Doesn't he get it? Life is about working. And it doesn't matter the hours. It brings in the money so we can have and do the things in life we want to do. Oh, man. Did I have it so wrong back then? I had it so wrong. 
Are you right where I was? Are these the things you are filling your head with right now? Are you working and spending countless hours away from your family because you think life is all about the next trip, the next car, the next materialistic thing? Because if you are, let me tell you, you are going to start living a painful life. I don't care how successful you are. If you don't have God as your number one and family as your number two, then you will be searching for that next big salary and that next big salary and the next and the next. And then you're going to get to the end of your life and you're going to wonder why you're still not happy. So back then I had my priorities so backwards. My head was filled with so many lies. And instead of pointing the finger to myself, I continued to point the finger at my husband and blaming him for everything. I was listening to the enemy. The enemy's main purpose in life is to steal, kill, and destroy everything. Everything going right in your life. So keep that in mind that when you do break from the chains and you start finding yourself again and you start healing from the battles in your life, Hallelujah that you're doing that and you're healing. But don't be surprised when just as you're getting that momentum and you're getting back on your feet and that traction, that something else comes around the corner and something else starts filling you with negativity again. The enemy will try with every power to hold you down. You have to stay on the course of faith. You have to stay on the course of faith and love and trust that God will pull you through just as he did time and time again before. If God allowed the battle in your life to happen, then God will bring you through it. Remember that. If God allowed this battle that you are going through right now in your life, then he's going to bring you through it. And you got to trust that. My husband had nothing but unconditional love for me and our family. Family is and always has been number one for Jack. Family and the safety of our kids is Jack's priority. He never was too focused on career and work because for Jack, it always came secondary. It's not how most people in this world work and think. But looking back, I love it and I embrace it because all those days and nights where my head was so far up my work's ass, Jack's head was clear. He was there. He was there focused on dinner, laundry, the kids' schedule, school projects. The only thing I could think of was the next email I had to get done, the next deadline, the next road trip to yet another show. Priorities backwards. So let me pause and let me ask you, are you there right now? Are you putting all of your attention to a job that is draining you or perhaps confessing all of your frustrations and thoughts to a person at work versus being open with your spouse? I started to share everything with someone and becoming very vulnerable to a person who didn't have my best interests at heart. 
and someone I didn't stand in front of an altar with and say, for better or for worse. I threw those vowels out the window and I found myself divulging and sharing way too much of my personal life and completely let my guard down. I think you can see where this is headed. It ended up leading to a full-blown affair that went on for quite some time on and off. The overwhelming guilt, the shame, the lies, the hiding, the constant back and forth of do I open up to my husband or just keep, just keep it a secret. Exhausting. It's exhausting. I hope you're not in my shoes right now, but unfortunately, I think there are a lot of people that are. You're hiding behind a smile and you're living a deep, dark secret. And if that's you, you know how much stress and anxiety is filling you up right now. And if you don't yet, you soon will. If I could have went back in time, I would have opened up sooner. I would have confessed. All the times that my husband asked me if something was going on, when he asked, how can I help? You're not the same. Can we talk? And I would say the famous words that most every woman says, oh, nothing. Oh, I'm fine. I would be laying in bed at night and tossing and turning, pondering if I should just confess. But nope. Why? That would be insane. I mean, he might shoot me. Heck, he might shoot the other guy. Then what? We're on the front page of the news for murder and a huge lawsuit and on and on and on. (laughs) I mean, come on. Here's the thing. As humans, we are really good, really good at predicting the worst possible outcome. We fabricate all these things in our head and we think that they're all going to happen. They don't. Again, this is the enemy trying to keep you in the place right where he has you. This is his number one mission, to steal your joy and happiness, to make you stuck in a painful situation as long as he possibly can. I should have opened up. I know this. Honesty always sets you free, but I didn't. Instead, every moment when I was about ready to, another excuse, a lie would fill my head. And because my husband's intuition is strong and because no one can ever keep a secret as low as this one from the person you love. So Jack did find out on his own by investigating. And wouldn't you know, the phone, the social media that steals all of our quality time away from our family is where it was uncovered. There, plain as day, a private message that was obvious. This wasn't just a friendly coworker relationship. As you can imagine, the uncovering of this affair was traumatic. A sad day, a terrible day, a day of uncertainty, a day of wishing I would have confessed sooner. A day where all my anxiety, fears, and worrying about this day came true. If I would have opened up and been honest, could it have went better than this? Yes. I know it would have been. 
So in that early moment with the kids just getting up and getting ready to go to school, I stared in the mirror at the woman who I didn't even know. How did she get here? Why was she doing this? What the hell is going on? And now what is going to happen to my life? I have to take a moment to say, if you're listening to this right now, I think it was meant for you to hear this. If you're stuck and this is resonating, if you have stepped out on your marriage and you're not sure if you should confess or hold it in and try to deal with it on your own to try to keep it a secret, if that's you, maybe you're going to try to end it like I had tried multiple times. And here's the thing, keeping it a secret will never set you free. Honesty will set you free. Don't believe the lies that is filling your head right now. There is a way to surrender. There is a way to confess. And there is hope that your marriage is actually is just the start of something amazing. I know that sounds crazy. I know you think there's no way, not after what I did. There is hope, and this is all part of your destiny, if you can trust that and believe it. If God allowed this battle and trauma in your life, then he will bring you through it. You have a choice. You can stay in the pain, the hurt, the battle, or you can choose to find freedom. Perhaps for you, it's not infidelity you're dealing with. Perhaps for you, it's an addiction, a sickness, a disease, an abusive relationship. And you're keeping it a secret and not opening up. Whatever it is that you're going through has meaning. Your history and past experiences are all information. Instead of holding on to this information and keeping it buried away, use that information as your transformation. And when you start sharing your story, you start seeing other lives being healed. God gave you a gift of your life history to use to help others. And finally, when you start your transformation, you can start moving that into monetization and you can start turning your life story into your business. And your history becomes full circle to serve as your purpose. You guys, this is just getting good. So stick around for episode four as I help you to start to find the tools to get you unstuck. Get you unstuck in your life and move past the hang up and hardships and move you to a place where you can share your story as your legacy. Okay, friends, that is it for today. If you like this episode, please give it a like and share it with a friend. To make sure you stay up to date and never miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. I love helping you rise up. Until next time, go out and make it a great day.